This week in episode 70 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I've had some uh, little some interaction with some other podcasters actually in my area, some of them some pretty decent names at that. And in the news, I'm it's just all over the world this week from Australia to Shanghai and all it does is prove that the the weirdness is everywhere. And in this week's featured podcast, I'm I'm straight up being self-serving here, featuring my other show with my wife, Mom and Dad Cuss a Little. Evening Hot Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Out Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. That's right, I just can't do things the way you're supposed to. So, <laughs> I get to share all of my twisted little views on things without getting too preachy, unless you're an idiot, and make fun of some weird news shit. And I always end the show by... Featuring a, a new podcast, maybe not a new one, but featuring a podcast that I enjoy, that I think you should check out, because I like sharing the things I like. What can I say? I'm a giver. I am giving to you. But, like I said before, this week has been interesting, because in the last week, I mean, if, if you caught last week's show, my wife came back on the sh show last week. And it was kind of funny because she hasn't been on mic in eh, about three months. It's, you know, I do another show with her, like I mentioned. Uh, and so it was interesting us getting kind of sitting down and doing show again, but also because I had been out for a month because of, you know, aforementioned uh, computer and technical issues. But also in basically in kind of the, the span of this last episode, I've had a lot of interaction with other podcasters, which has been really cool and really interesting for me because there's a handful of guys that I, I talk to on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, Matt at Prereq Live, I uh, talked to Mark from What's Happening with the New Man, but for the most part, that's it. And, you know, a couple of also weirdo guys who kind of get me. Uh, both also previously featured shows. Totally not why they were featured, Okay, and then have a 50-50, but it's featuring my friend's shows. But that aside, yeah, but I, did, I didn't have a lot of interaction with a lot of shows. And most of the time when I would reach out to somebody or something or send someone a message on Twitter, it was usually a, hell, oh, thanks for listening. And for the most part, that was it. Or a, a you know, a little comeback to my, for whatever I said. And... You know, and I do get a lot of, you know, I'll get shout outs on shows that I've featured, things like that. I mean, you know, I, the, the squee moment I had when they mentioned me on She Podcast was just crazy because it's probably the biggest show, probably the most mainstream, the biggest show that I've ever been mentioned on. And it's just because, like I said, I, I like to share the things I like. And so I talk about the shows that I like. And sometimes they're bigger shows, sometimes they're not so big shows. And I, I, I'm going to try and refocus that segment on the, uh, more on indie shows because there's been, for August, there's this thing going on. It's the, uh, hashtag two pods a day. And so I've been trying to, it, the idea is you're supposed to listen to two indie podcasts every day. And for anybody doing math, that's 60 shows. That's a lot. That's a lot by any standard. Most normal people might listen to one or two a week. Of course, I'm not normal, and most podcasters aren't normal. Most podcasters that I've found listen to, you know, if, if their jobs and their lives allow for it, they listen to one to two to three a day. We, we skew the numbers so far out of whack. It, it makes up for those people who don't listen at all, really. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me of way back in the day when I was in high school, I worked at Schnitzel, hot dog chain, and we had a sign on the wall that said that the average person eats 60 hot dogs a year. And I'm like, that, that number seemed really low. But then we kind of realized our regular customers probably consumed 50 to 60 hot dogs 
like a month. Okay, that's kind of pushing out. It's like every fucking day. But we're like, you know, if a regular customer ordered one number one combo once a week. Yeah, that's, those numbers are weird. I'm doing the math wrong, whatever. But it was one of those things where like we did the math or like our customers really skewed that number. You know, I think it was like something, it was like something like 20 or 30 or whatever it was, but or like our regular customer would totally skew that number and like double that easily. So it kind of offsets, you know, those people who don't eat them, the vegans and whatnot. And I kind of realized that podcasters kind of do the same thing because we do for the most part, especially like the, you know, indies, we really all have that kind of thing where we like to reach out to indie shows and we like to listen to other indie shows and support other indie shows. And I like to, I mean, I listen to some mainstream stuff. I listen to, you know, some bigger shows, some guys with big sponsors. I listen to Nerdist, although I haven't done so as much because I, I'm not a big fan of interview shows. Uh, so it's one of those, Hey, if it's really somebody I want to listen to the interview, then I'll listen to them. Uh, but you know, you may have noticed that most of my features are indie shows and I'm trying and, but this whole two pods a day, I've been on Twitter and I've been posting up the shows I'm listening to, but in doing that, I have a big collection of shows that I'm subscribed to. Well, I don't have 60 indie shows that I'm subscribed to. And a lot of the shows I'm subscribed to would be like one host who does multiple shows. I'm subscribed to multiple Dave Jackson shows because the guy does a million shows. I'm subscribed to like five or six Sans Pants shows, which although I consider them indie, some people may not, whatever, but they, they you know, two groups make up a big chunk of my subscriptions. And so I'm like, I'm not going to sit there and nitpick every single one, but I am making a point to listen to multiple shows, which means I need to find more shows. So I've been following more uh, podcasters on Twitter and things like this. And I eventually, it was kind of followed back by a guy that it turns out is actually local to me. Uh, Chris, the mole man from the couch potato files actually followed me on Twitter and I was like, okay, well, who, I, anytime somebody follows me, I kind of look in, they're like, okay, well, what kind of show is this? Who are they? And it just so happens that when I looked, I was like, seriously, surprise, Arizona, are you, no way. And so I reached out to him and I was like, hey, like kind of crazy, you know, hey, crazy that there's another podcaster in surprise because I've reached out into the uh, Arizona podcasters, Facebook group and things like this. And for the most part, everybody in that group, there's a handful, there's like a couple of people that do movie podcasts and there's mostly, which you'll, you always see flooding the market. It's all these entrepreneur and marketing people who are basically doing podcasts as kind of an element of their business. Not a lot of really indie guys that are really doing like something like me where I'm a schmuck who talks shit about the news or, uh, you know, like a movie show or a music show. Most of the the people in that group are actually like in the, the entrepreneur type, you know, uh, field. And so like, I'm, I'm not getting much out of this. It's not really a thing for me. Um, and everybody's mostly kind of scattered. And I was like, well, shit. Well, like, is the podcasting market in Arizona is that thin that they're just not really here? I mean, I think that group has 20 members, and so when I found out, they're like, hey, there's a guy, not only is there a, a another podcaster I wasn't aware of, it's Arizona based, but he's like in surprise with me. And when I reach out to him, I find out not only is he in surprise, but he's like five minutes away from me. No bullshit. And which kind of led into another conversation, which then turned into, he's like, hey, uh, Mike Jolitz is out here too. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I've heard of Mike Jolitz. I'm familiar with the show. I actually was introduced to him, to his show through the Epic Film Guys because months back he did basically said that he was going to quit his show. And I listened to, they played a clip and I was like, hey, this is a really funny show. This is a really good show. Damn, this sucks. This guy is quitting that he's ending his show because I'd fucking listen to this and I'd kind of seen the name and I'd heard the name thrown around 
with a lot of the other shows that I listen to, like uh, Ice in the Face and like I said, Epic Film Guys, because I listen to the weird news people and those those kind of oddball humor guys. And so then I'm like, I look up and I fucking follow Mike Joel. It's like, holy shit, he's in fucking surprise. And I'm like, how the fuck did I not know that this guy that I regard as, he's a name to me, you know, to me, I'm like, because... You know, in, in the circles that in, in the shows that I listen to, his name has come up. It's, he's a somebody in the circles that I listen to. So I'm like, holy shit, fucking Mike Jolitz is, you know, yeah, I realize surprise, believe it or not, is actually quite a large city as far as it's one of the fastest growing cities in the country. Cause you know, we have a lot of fucking space to expand, but the idea that he lives basically in what amounts to my neighborhood, not necessarily my neighborhood, but he fucking lives in my little corner of the suburbs to the suburbs to the suburbs that, that is surprise Arizona. And I'm like, holy fuck this dude, what the hell? Like, how did I not know this? Well, this kind of turned into this like kind of three way Twitter chat between all of us. And I started listening to, uh, couch potato files and Mike Jolett's show. And like, Fuck, dude. And it, it was hilarious to me that all three of us out here are all doing different spins and different versions of kind of weird news shit type shows. And, you know, fortunately, Mike Jolitz actually didn't. He basically got kind of talked out of quitting his show and putting, you know, probably, I guess you could say taking a step back from the rigorous, you have to keep going, you have to keep doing, and just kind of, I'm going to do a show when I'm going to do a show, I'm not going to stress about it. Which is a good thing. I personally, I, I enjoy getting on mic, and for the month I wasn't doing it, I was like, man, I really need to get a show out. And I look, I I don't stress about, oh, I've got to get a show out. It's a, I've got to get a show out because I want to put a show out. I want to get on mic and share and chat and do all this rambly bullshit that I do. But it was really cool. I mean, we had a, a Twitter conversation going on from the middle of the day, clear through the night. And I get, I was halfway through my work night and this is still going on and back and forth. But at the same time, uh, Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings kind of chimed in. He was like, really? Another one in surprise? What is it with you guys out there? Which kind of turned into a lot of smack talk between... Uh, Mike and Gareth over, you know, hey, we're, leave us alone. You're not in us. You're not in Arizona. And, you know, and lots of, you know, goofing on each other, but, you know, really having a fun time. And it was just this big chat. And it was so, it was cool to have that sort of interaction with other podcasters. And it was just, and then again, listening to these shows. And, you know, I started listening to Gareth's Random Ramblings. And again, this is all building up more of my, my two pods a day because I definitely needed more shows because I was running thin around day 11. Yeah, that's That makes for 22 shows. And guess what? I hadn't pitched either of mine in that. But yeah, I'd done 22 shows that I had suggested and that I'd recommended and that I'd listened to. And these were all shows I was listening to that day is a point of it. But it was like, shit, I need more shows. And so I ended up uh, listening to Couch Potato Files and Mike Jolitz and Gareth's Random Ramblings. And the last guest on Mike Jolitz was also uh, Big D from the Bro Rons podcast. I'm like, hey, here we go. More or less. And more interaction and communication with all these guys. And it was just a really cool, fun thing to have. And my back and forth, and I've had some kind of chats with Gareth for a couple of days and him listening to my show and me listening to his show and realizing how much his show is like my other show with my wife, Mom and Dad Cuss, where it's it's him and his wife sitting there chatting, whereas we have kind of a parenting angle on things, sometimes not, sometimes we just bitch, but uh, it's, it's mostly them randomly chatting about weird shit and kind of bickering and poking fun at each other and giving each other shit and like, oh, that's what I do. Hey, <laughs> well, him listening to my wife on the last episode kind of gave me the inspiration or kind of inspired us to 
you know, he sent my wife a message. Hey, you guys are really funny. You should do more shows together, which kind of got her up and excited. Like, hey, I guess we should do more shows to where we finally sat down and recorded a new episode. And I've, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work out my recording schedule here. Um, I'm, you know, pull back the curtain. I'm not in my normal studio space because my normal studio space currently has a toddler sleeping in it because it's in the bedroom. I'm actually currently uh, sitting on my uh, son's, my older son's bed in their room because there aren't any kids sleeping or taking a nap in here. But it's quiet, so groovy. But it's just been really cool, anyway, about uh, getting to interact with all these guys and, and, you know, uh, listening to new shows that are funny and weird and crazy shit and so many... I mean, I realize that me covering weird news is is not an original idea. People do it all the time, except it's, I guess you could say that the way, and we all do it differently. And that's kind of the thing that I like about this, like that we're all doing, we're all covering the same stories, but we're all covering the same stories differently because everybody's different. And that's, you know, on my soapbox here, that's like one of the, my favorite things about podcasting is that everybody's got their own voice. Everyone's got their own take on things. Everyone's got their own way of telling the same story. So if I'm talking about, uh, was it that one chick who had the injections to make her like German chick who had the injections to make her black, I'm going to tell that story completely differently than Chris, the mole man or the bro Rons or Mike Jolitz or Gareth. If he decides to talk about it, or ice in the face, we'll all cover it. I and mean, we're all probably covering that same shit. And not any of us are going to tackle it the same way because we're all just different people. So you get to be you. I get to be me. And whoever the hell wants to listen to whatever stories we're covering or however we do what we do, you can you know, pick your poison. I hope you pick me. Well, at least if, if you're listening to this, you picked me. Thank you. But yeah, that's, that's what I love about this is that I, we all can do the same thing while simultaneously doing it completely different. Uh, am I, okay. Off the soapbox. Uh, but I had a silly story about getting surprised by a garbage truck this week. Um, you know, quick aside, uh, weed eaters are a lot louder than you think. Uh, yeah. Mowing my yard. Totally, you know, out of sight. Uh, mowing my yard, just edging, la, 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 la. Come around the edge of the yard to do the front, and boom, here comes the fucking garbage truck. Nearly hits me. And I'm thinking, how the fuck did I not hear the garbage truck barreling down the road? You know, it only has to stop at every single house to pick up the, the trash. And yeah, my dumb ass almost got taken out by the garbage truck because, fuck, apparently, well, my weed eater is a lot louder than I thought it was. Uh, that's right, folks. I got snuck up on by a garbage truck. Uh, okay. I just had to throw that in there because it was just such a, what the fuck, really? You did that? That I had to share it. But I will leave this part at this part, and I will be right back after these Pottern Family podcast promos. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. Uh, dude. Bitch. <laughs> so this is what our podcast is normally like. Uh, my name is Gareth. I'm Bex. Why did you say it like that? What? Because I didn't realize you were going to leave that in there. <laughs> so I tell you, the mic's live all the time. You're a dick. And you can experience this kind of random shenanigans every week on the other podcast, Garris Random Ramblings. You With can find Bex. us. What? With Bex. You get. Fine. <laughs> It's Garris Random Ramblings. You can find us on iTunes or Spreaker, or you can also check out GarrisRandomRamblings.space. Because Gareth is too cheap for the dot com. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. Hey, everyone. I am Mike Jolitz from The Mike Jolitz Show, available on Spreaker.com and iTunes soon, I hope. 
I do a show where I mention some news items, celebrity stuff, stupid criminals, and just silly things I read on the interweb. Proud member of the Potter family. Coming up first this week, okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point everybody's familiar with like Uber and Lyft and, and other rideshare, I don't know what other rideshare programs there are, but I'm sure there are other ones. Well, what would you think if you called an Uber, I don't use it, I called an Uber, and an ambulance showed up? Well, a logistics driver in Shanghai used the ambulance he was supposed to be delivering as his rideshare vehicle. So, you know, long story short, this guy was supposed to be delivering the ambulance from the manufacturer to the hospital or the fire station or whatever. He was supposed to be delivering this ambulance that was ordered. And he decided on the way that he was going to, you know, make some extra cash and turn it into an Uber for lack of a better description. And, you know, the, I, 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 I don't know what I would do. I mean, <laughs> does this count as like a, a vehicle upgrade, like Uber black and you get the, the, the Escalade and shit. I only know that cause I've seen it in like other ads and crap. Like, never used an Uber. I'm sorry. I'd drive my own ass, but yeah, I really, I just, I can't, <laughs> A fucking ambulance to show up. What What is it like to, you know, you called an Uber and an ambulance showed up. I would get fucking worried. I'm not, ex- like, and you see the little U placard in the front, huh? You're, do I put my stuff in the, in the, in the back? I'm, where, am, am I going to get on the stretcher? How, do, how does this, this work? I don't, no, sorry, no. <laughs> I mean, props to the guy for multitasking but i think if i were gonna try and you know uber out another like a a car i'm supposed to be delivering i might pick something a little less uh ostentatious is that the right word i don't know (laughs) obvious as fuck is a good one because in in a ambulances literally raise red flags so you're just kind of hopping around house to house in an ambulance when you're supposed to be delivering it to a hospital and then of course the hospital got pissed they're like hey where's that fucking ambulance we were supposed to be getting they're supposed to be here hours ago blah 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 so i haven't said they didn't the article didn't show yet if the guy's getting charged with anything i'm sure he's probably fired for being a dumb fuck but you know Again, uh, multitasking, I guess, you know, when you consider the fact that he made some extra cash, he's going to need it because he's probably unemployed otherwise now. Uh, taking a, a, a nice swing up to Amsterdam or down, I, I don't know the fucking geography. Uh, apparently, the, the uh, rental market in Amsterdam um, is stupid. Like rental prices and and that there's just so few places that supply and demand is run rampant. There are so few places there that prices are ridiculously high on crap shoebox apartments, uh, featuring or including one that advertises a private kitchen, but no cooking is allowed. That's right, it's a two-room apartment in Amsterdam says it comes with a fully equipped private kitchen, except there's no cooktop because cooking is banned by regulations. There's also a two-person like occupancy limit. You literally cannot have more than two people in this apartment at the same time, which since you don't have any way to cook food, you're not exactly going to be entertaining. But seriously, and, and I... I as the article went on, the people that actually had, I guess some people had viewed the unit or whatever, and it says it's a two-room apartment. Now, to most people, two-room apartment means like two bedrooms, or it's like, oh, living room, bedroom. No, this is a two-room apartment, as in it's a bathroom 
It's basically like an efficiency apartment. You've got a combination like bedroom, living room, kitchen space, like a fucking hotel room, and the bathroom. That's it. That's the two rooms. And then the the private kitchen. It gives you a microwave and a water heater. How would you call that a kitchen? How do you call that fully equipped? And you can't cook. Now, considering the fact that this place is the like this super expensive. It's it's a fucking shoebox. I don't know the conversion rate on this. I think it somebody said it's close to like eleven hundred dollars or eleven hundred euros or whatever the fuck a month for a shoebox. Um, yeah, and apparently because the market's so bad, it's gonna sell. That's the most asinine part of this. Is like not only is this a stupid ass idea for an apartment, the what the fuck people seriously. But the market's so bad right now that apparently that shit's going to sell. That somebody's going to fucking do that and go and actually use this apartment that you can't cook in, that you can't invite your girlfriend, or you can invite your girlfriend or your boyfriend over, but that's it. Your parents can't both come over to visit you at the same time. And God forbid you have a roommate. Well, you've only got one room. What are the odds that you're going to have a roommate? But, yeah. the fuck? Uh, yeah, I, I guess the, you know, silver lining that if you can't cook in, in this apartment, then at least you don't have to do the dishes. That's, that's, that's about all I got for you. (laughs) All right. Moving on to Saudi Arabia. So, you know, that dance move dabbing, you can hardly fucking call it a dance move, but fuck. Well, apparently... In Saudi Arabia, it's illegal. Yeah, no bullshit. In Saudi Arabia, dabbing has been banned by the government because they feel it's representative of drug culture. That it's a that it's a it's a drug thing. Like I don't fucking know anything about it. All I know is that it's stupid. Most, you know, modern hip hop dancey shit, you know, do the Dougie. The stanky leg or whatever, all this shit. I know these things by name. I have no fucking clue what they are. All of them are dumb as shit to me. I'm not that kind of a person. Sorry. If you hadn't figured it out, I'm not listening to the latest Lil Wayne or, or Lil whoever the fuck today. Or any of these other guys with these stupid ass fucking names. Because I'm going to go back and say, all the good names have been taken. I'm really going to say it doesn't come if you're a rapper, a, a band. Basically, if you're not using your real name, and you better have a good real name. Because, come on, there's only so many name options out there. There's more than one of you, I promise. Well, all the good names that were taken a long time ago. So names are of bands and music get really stupid. But, I digress. Uh, yeah. Well, it's again, again, like I said, dabbing is banned in Saudi Arabia. Well, like a local TV star, celebrity, host, musician guy got arrested for dabbing during, I think it was on live TV. I'm not even 100% because I I oversimplified my article. Uh, But yeah, he's like a a TV personality and actor and musician and, and he got arrested for dabbing. Now... I, I'm not a fan of over-restrictive laws and really stupid things and people getting arrested for, you know, really minor infractions, but I think we can all accept that dabbing needs to go and maybe we should start arresting fuckers for dabbing. Yeah, let's let's move that from Saudi Arabia, move that shit to America, start arresting fuckers for dabbing, because it's dumb. You look like you're sneezing into your elbow. Yeah, that's 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 up there with the sprinkler, and and the, what's the other shit that Kevin James did in Hitch the the cleaning your ears? Yeah, it's up there with those. It's dumb. <laughs> Most named dance moves like that are dumb. So let's start arresting people, or at least giving them tickets. Let's start giving people tickets for dabbing, and. Anything from the Soldier Boy era, get rid of all of that shit. And maybe uh, decent dancing will return to the world. All right, moving into China. I know we've been kind of all around the east, like the, the Far East, the Middle East. 
Well, a Chinese restaurant is kind of come under fire, you could say, for putting up signs offering discounts to ladies based on their bra size. Yep. You know, let's prepare the Twitter rage, ladies. Um, the sign, of course, it's in uh, Chinese, so I can't fucking read it. Translators are fun. Uh, but you can get a 5% discount if you're an A cup up to 65% off for a G cup. Yeah. And, and they were like, hey, you can be discreet. You can talk to a female waitress about your discount. And you don't have to mention it to a male waiter or somebody else. Like, but, you know, I'm pretty sure the guy that comes in, the guy that's w- waiting your table, is going to offer the chick with the G cup the 65% discount. Because there's nothing subtle about that. Sorry. You know, you're A to B girl. Like, no, no, no. I want the B cup discount. Are you going to take it? That's, that's, that's it, ladies. Are you going to take that discount? You know, because let's, let's be fair. Hey, you want the discount. You may not like how you get the discount. And I totally say this is sexist. Sexist. This is sexist as all hell. Absolutely. They do shit like this in China all the time, though. I just talked about a while back about the place that got in trouble because they had all the waitresses in white bikinis. But, and that they made it the uniform. But, you know, this place is straight up, hey, if you are, are a, you're a top-heavy gal, come on in. You're going to get more than half off your food. Because we want to add the, you know, I... Short of just saying, hey, we want big titty girls in our restaurant, I don't know of any other rec- other any motivation for these guys to do this. And really, and they put up a fucking poster with like, you know, because uh, China and close to Japan and animation and all that, but with like these drawings of all the different girls. And here's what the discount you get. And I'm going to point out a G cup. Asian. Sorry, those don't naturally exist. So they're basically uh, encouraging women, or they're at least rewarding women who have had breast implants in China. Because, yeah, it's like, hey, let's get all the big-breasted women into our restaurant, and we'll give the and it's and let's be fair. That's not like they're they're punishing the the flat-chested girl. The A cup girl still gets a discount, but you know. 60% less than a G cup girl. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's sexist as hell. But really, how do you, how would you, you know, equalize? How would you find a balance with, a, with guys? Because if you did any sort of discount like this with guys, your option is like you're going to go from women's breasts. Well, the only kind of equivalent you could do that is equally sexist would be if guys are getting a discount based on their junk. And again, this is China. So in all likelihood, all the guys are getting the 5% discount. Come on. You know, there's always truth to stereotypes. <laughs> I hate to say it. I've never known an Asian guy who didn't fit that stereotype. Sorry to say. Uh. <laughs> there goes my entire Chinese fan base. It's a good thing I don't have one. Uh. <laughs> all right. Well, all of that finally leads me to Australia for the Jackass of the Week. So, if you bought a Rolls Royce, if you had the kind of money to buy a Rolls Royce, you'd want to protect it, right? You're probably some rich bastard who's got shit tons of money to just throw around to fucking have a Rolls Royce. Well, in in the days we are in where people are so stupid, Stupid. You get this guy. An Australian man had a cage built to protect his Rolls Royce in his luxury apartment parking garage. So this guy is surrounded by other rich snobby bastards who have, you know, Maseratis and Lamborghinis and other schmancy ass fucking cars. And he has a cage built to protect his Rolls from damage. Unfortunately, this guy doesn't know how to drive for shit and 
couldn't actually pull his car into his parking space. So he just kept hitting the supports and the cage and personally fucked up his car beyond anything that could have happened if he'd have just had, you know, somebody door dinged him. He fucked it up to the point where it had to be towed away for body repairs. Yeah. I mean, that's there's one thing about like being overprotective, but again, this dude lives in like a luxury apartment complex surrounded by other schmancy ass cars. Your neighbors are not going to hit your Rolls because it's going to fuck up their car too. You're not parking the Rolls Royce next to the guy in Toyota Corolla. And the guy in the Toyota Corolla who... No, no, fuck the, the Corolla. There's no Corolla in your garage. There's nobody who's going to be popping up in a fucking uh, anything that is shy of a hundred grand. Nobody in your building is going to want to touch your car, you probably all double park just so you have enough wing room to open your doors, especially the Lambo guys, but they're all, everybody's just as paranoid about their cars because they all spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on their cars. Your Rolls Royce is probably the cheapest fucking car there. And really, I'm just going to say this, if you actually have a Rolls Royce, I mean, that's basically a non-stretch limo, really. A Rolls-Royce is a car you have... You have a driver if you have a Rolls-Royce. Seriously. All those other, like, Lamborghinis and Maseratis and McLarens, all those other schmancy-ass fucking, like, supercars and all that shit, every other car out there, those are cars you drive yourself. Those are sports cars. Those are, you know, race cars. Those are cars you drive yourself because... You want the thrill, the excitement, and the show off. But when you're in a Rolls, half the time you expect the dude behind the wheel of a Rolls Royce to be wearing a little cap and a jacket and to be opening the door for the old lady in the back. That's it. If you're driving a Rolls, you're expected to be paid for driving a Rolls. So Mr. Australian Rich Sumbitch, who's who spent all this money buying building a cage probably should have just invested all that money into buying a driver for his car so he didn't crash it into a fucking pole or the cage that he built around the fucking car. Ugh. I... <laughs> I guess... I can't even say... My parents almost bought a Rolls Royce at one point when I was uh, maybe 17, 18... My parents literally almost bought a used Rolls Royce from a luxury car dealer in town, and they were straight up going to get me a little fucking uh, driver's hat and make me drive my stepmom to work. Because wouldn't it be so funny for her to get dropped off at, at, at work in a Rolls Royce? She didn't drive at the time anyway, so somebody had to do it. Like, hey, why not have Adam go and drop her off and in the Rolls? And then they realized it's a shitty investment, and there were four boys, and uh, maybe we need something like an SUV. So they ended up buying a Durango. And for those of you playing the home game, that's the same Durango that they gave to me last summer that died. Um, but hey, one owner um, until we trans until that whole craziness from last summer. Uh, but yeah, fucking people. I just can't, I don't get luxury cars, I guess. I've never, I mean, my, my parents drive a Mercedes, but my parent, my dad drives a Mercedes because he's in his late 60s and he can drive a Mercedes. He also drives a nice, like, kind of sporty Mercedes. But my dad's old. He can do that. And he, and he you know, keeps it in his garage and he doesn't build a fucking cage around it. But at the same time, I bet you, I bet your ass, my dad could probably drift that fucking rolls into that cage Never mind the fact that he used to race cars, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, <laughs> Alright, enough of that guy. I am going to take my last little Potter and Family promo break here, and I will come right back with this week's featured podcast that has me in it. Hi, I'm Mark James from the popular Poop Culture Podcast. I'm here today to talk to you about a serious matter millions of Americans struggle with each and every day. Do you suffer from a moderate to severe disinterest in life? 
Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with social perplexia, a general knowledge deficiency? Then Poop Culture, with all the snatch them in, may be right for you. The Poop Culture Podcast gives you your minimum daily required allowance of popular culture, comedy, and general tomfoolery. Please operate heavy machinery while listening to Poop Culture. If you achieve an erection lasting more than four hours, then good for you. Side effects may include, but are not limited to, nausea, diarrhea, general sense of euphoria, hallucinations, side and stomach cramps, social gaping, anal leakage, and dry mouth. Listen to the Poop Culture Podcast and gain the confidence you need to relate to people once again. No need to ask your doctor because Poop Culture is right for you. Poop Culture, yeah, it's a Poop Culture. Hello, this is for... Can't we say hello at the same time? Fuck's sake. (laughs) Hello! Hello! This is an advertisement for Master Debaters. Oh, can we say Master Debaters together as well? Yeah? Hello! Hello. I am Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffer. And we are the Master Debaters. Oh, <laughs> we, we're supposed to say that we're supposed we to say are We are the Master Debaters. That's what we want to do. We're all saying it. Yeah. Hello! Hello. I'm Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffer. And we, we are, are the Damn it, Sean! Debaters. I thought we were just doing... Hello. Hello! I'm Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffer. We are... The, the Master, Master Debaters. Debaters! You can find us on Twitter, at underscore Master Debaters, SoundCloud, Podbeam, and iTunes. Just do yourself a favour and jump aboard this podcast train. Choo-choo, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Want to know the story behind Potter and Family? Potter and Family started with a hashtag for indie podcasters. The podcasters who do this for fun and because we're passionate. We're not the big podcast you hear about, most likely. We don't have 10 to 15 people helping us with production. But that doesn't mean the quality and content you're getting isn't as good as any of those shows. Is there an area of interest you like talking to people about? Listen to an indie podcast on that topic. The hosts are incredibly reachable. We're basically clamoring to hear from listeners. We're just as much your fans as you are ours. No matter what you're interested in, Potter and Family's got a show for you. Like movies and TV? Check out the Epic Film Guys, the Something Something cast, the Boxers, or the Countdown Movie and TV Review. Do you like comedy? Check out Everyone Has a Podcast, the One Word Go Show, Afterburn 739, Now That I'm Older, Rick and Paul Heal the World, or Off in the Weeds. How about random trivia and fun facts? Check out The Endless Knot, or The Story Behind. Like comic books and geek culture? Check out Geek Yogurt Podcast, or Little Geek Lost. I could go on, and believe me when I say there are a whole lot more where that came from. But you can find all these and more by searching the hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter. Recommended listening. I'm Adam. And I'm Rihanna from the Mom and Dad Cuss a Little podcast. After seven and a half years and four little boys, we've learned a few things about the parenting game and are here to share it with you. We definitely don't know everything, but we tell it how it is, chaos, messes, and all. So, if you like your parenting shows without all the sugar-coated unicorns, subscribe to Mom and Dad Cuss a Little on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever great podcasts are found. Man, I honestly, I cringe a little bit when I hear that promo played because we are reading. Holy fuck, we are reading. We are reading so stiffly it's bad. Um, (laughs) But, yes, that was, is, our future. Uh, Mom and Dad Cuss a Little, which is me and my wife, Rihanna. And we kind of... We don't have the most regular recording schedule because we're a married couple with four kids and, you know, we have lives. Uh, my wife is going back to school. We both work full time. We do all this craziness and we just chat about all of the crazy weird shit that happens with us and our family and our kids in school and lessons we've learned. And I've come from a big family too. So we get lots of some, uh, side lessons, the shit going down with my brothers and sisters and their families and all of this craziness. We get to talk about all of that. Meanwhile, we're both ripping onto each other 
and and giving each other shit constantly because we're a married couple and we don't pull any punches. That's just it. Uh, we will give you. <laughs> it's just, it's just a fun time to be had. We go into the to every one of those episodes with very little guidance. We kind of have a here's an idea, here's a thing we're going to talk about, and it spirals, and it snowballs, and it becomes a different thing, and it and it spins into one little thing turns into another thing, and suddenly talking about summer vacation becomes a rant about Walmart. No bullshit. That's actually the most recent episode that we actually just recorded last night, which probably will be dropping at the end of this week. If you are listening to this uh, at the same and around release time, but yeah, it's honestly I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat around the bush here. I think that is the funnier show, just because we have somebody, my wife and I love riffing off each other. We love burning. We love burning each other. Let's be straight about it. We will burn each other all day, all night. We will crack so many shots at each other. It's not even, I wouldn't say it's not funny. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I will give her so much shit about being short. She calls me old on a regular basis. She's denying her age. She's, she's at that point where she's denying how old she is. She's been 25 for a while now, and we'll just stick with that. I had to I had to remind her this year that um, she's running into that point where her being twenty five gets a little statutory when you start calculating kids. But, <laughs> but it's just a fun time to be had, and we like I said, we do this is parenting without the sugar coating. That's my best way to describe it because we like I said we don't pull punches. We are telling you the nitty-gritty and the crazy and all of that and the stupidity of parenting and marriage and just going through life. And it's fun and it's crazy. And I, if you are willing to listen to me ramble and all of my craziness, you'll absolutely love listening to my wife and I. And I totally give her credit. This is her show. Uh, Mom and Dad Cuss is my wife's show. I just happen to be on it. She's the talent. I'm the producer. I jump in from time to time. But that is where you really get the the behind the us of us. But it's if you enjoy me, you will absolutely enjoy listening to that show because we're she's hilarious and together we are. I am a lot funnier when I've got her to play around with. So, check it out, mom and dad cuss at momanddadcuss.blogspot.com. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Before I wrap it up, I do want to mention I am running a little thin on podcast recommendations. And so now I am reaching out to you, dear listeners. I want to hear what you recommend. I want you to tell me, send me a tweet, drop me a line on Facebook at Odd Dad Out. Let me know what podcast you're listening to, what you recommend, and I will check them out and I will totally give you a shout out if I feature one of yours. And I'm not, I'm, I'm really considering kind of taking a spin here and going and if you are so inclined, and I do know there are podcasters out there who listen, if you are so inclined, record yourself and do your own little spin on this segment and tell me what you like and what you think of said show. Give me your own recommended listening segment and hell, I may just use that. Save myself the damn work. But I want to know I want to hear from you because, like I said, I've got to fill out 60 podcasts this month and I'm a bad 40 short right now. So, drop me a line on Facebook and Twitter at OddDadOut or email me if you want to. You can just use your phone and record into your little phone uh, and send me your your podcast recommendations there at OddDadOut.com. 
at gmail.com. Ah, and if you want to find any more crazy podcasts like this, follow the hashtag PotternFamily on Twitter, and I believe it's even on Facebook. And check out the hashtag two pods a day. Throwing a lot of stuff at you this week, sorry. Uh, the hashtag two pods a day, where they are putting out a the two new indie podcasts every day for you to check out. And some of them I already listened to, which is kind of a cool thing. So check them out. Hashtag Potter and Family. Hashtag two pods a day. Uh, and you can find all of the stories I covered, of course, like always, at odddeadout.blogspot.com. And there you can subscribe on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, all those fun places where podcasts are found. And leave me a review because you're awesome and you've made it this far to hear me say all this shit. So, yeah, check it. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you anyway. All of the ways that I've just said. Let, let me know what you think, good or bad. I, I don't care. I just want to hear from you. Ah, uh, and I do want to say thank you to uh, Nerds with Words, the Crazy Town Podcast, uh, uh, the Pizza Podcast, which funny show worth checking out. Uh, Mark over at What's Happening with the New Man, uh, guys from the Boondoggle. Thank you all for your reviews on Apple Podcast. You got to get used to saying that. And you can get shouted out too. Just just leave that little review. But until next week, I am Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>